Welcome to Found in Prague. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Found in Prague. Today, we're going to be continuing talking about food.、Uh, food is a hot topic. We had so much fun talking about it last time. We'll be continuously talking about it today with Mitchell, Adri,、um, Miranda, and Alex. And take it away. Mitchell, what's your favorite place to go in Prague?、Uh, I don't really go out a lot because I'm kind of cheap. But <laughs> amen to that. But、Wait, you like great food, <laughs> cooked specifically, but you're very cheap. It doesn't match. Well, I like. He said he doesn't、oh, go out often. I don't go out often. Like I don't go out. Like I usually just let other people take me places because I I do that very rarely. But I usually I usually think of like when I do go out, I try to be intentional about check places, like check food that's good,、mm. or. Beer places that feel authentic or something, so, or beer that's not expensive for, you know, when I take、uh, like people are visiting Prague, so they get a good authentic experience. But other than that, I don't really like look out for stuff that much. What was that Irish place called near? I don't, don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. See, th- that will be my problem because like our. Uh, people will come to Prague visit us, and there's like, what's the authentic Czech place? Now we would mostly、uh, go with them to Petrovena Husa、mm-hmm. because it like has kind of touristy, kind of Czech food that is generally okay-ish. And what, overpriced. What, <laughs> not everywhere. Never been there. It's, it's fine. I, th- I think it's fine. Like, but. Even、uh, we would go there with locals, like for lunches sometimes. So it's not like it's what it was way off. But what、mm. would you say would be the place you would go with people? Well,、uh, the place that's sticking on my mind right now is a place called I think Uchernehovola, and it's above the Prague Castle, so it's still really in the、yeah. center. And you basically can't really tell that it's a restaurant from the outside, and it's not really a restaurant. <laughs> They only sell like smushy seed, but. The food, fried cheese yeah, for those who、cheese. don't speak Czech, and but like the inside feels super Czech, and the beer is cheap, and the food is pretty cheap, and、uh, they're、Above、all above the castle. It's cheap. Yeah. Oh wow! I thought it was. That's why it's、price. like a good place because、yeah. it's like in the center, still like a tourist area, yeah, but yeah.、Um, you get like a good authentic experience, and it's mostly just Czech people there. So it's cool. Yeah, it's.、Um, The interesting thing about Prague is most of the places are kind of hidden away,、mm-hmm. and you need to really know where where they are. And most of the places are somewhere like inside the buildings or in, inside、mm-hmm. the courtyards, you know. So, court is no courtyard. Courtyard, yeah, yeah. yeah.、Mm-hmm. yeah. So, it's you, you actually need to know local people who know the places,、yeah. and、mm-hmm. that way you get to like really good stuff. Yeah. yeah. If you want to go to like check、um, food place, I usually take. Them to Zelnitsa,、um, uh, Golgovna Zelnitsa usually, and I think where they, is it in Prague?、Uh, there are a few places.、Um, is it、I、like a chain? A I think it is a chain.、Um, it's one is near Palladium、uh, department store, 
And usually I take them and they have a good experience. And I think personally, like, there's also another restaurant called Simpsons. It's kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) The name is really funny, but, like, the weird thing is, like, it's next to, it used to be the next to my old church. We'll just go around the corner. We just went there and one of the best Czech places I've ever been. So, like, it's really random to find good food here that somehow it needs to be next to you to find out. Before that, you'll never find out. It's, like, so funny about Czech Republic. I feel like my biggest issue, well, this is just how I am, but, like, I don't know any of the names of any of the places they go to. I only know how to get there. Like, <laughs> just... That's the most important part, Th- That's why I use matter. Google Maps. Uh-huh. I don't know most of the places by name, but I just open it and it's there. Or, like, Ian, to remember. Yeah. you can take people to Vampiano and just get pasta or pizza or anything like yes, that. And yes, Vampiano is one oh, other I place. I love Vampiano. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Like, you know. Didn't they go bankrupt? No. Nope, they're not still yet. around? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They're there. Here on the Vanslos, like down on mm-hmm. Vanslos Square, under, to the right, there's And in Apricope as well. It's really mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the other question is, what are some experiences you have um, that you can share that have to do with food? It's great. <laughs> well, I, I can, can share it. I can share one, which is um, when I was younger, I also wanted to be a chef. And my mom had like a great... Um, like really industrial style type of mixer, electric mixer. And I was going to make pancakes, uh, ironically. And it was like 8 p.m. and I wanted to make pancakes. I was like, let's do this. And my little sister, I was like, what, eight? So she was like two or three. My little sister like walks up to me and she wants to help me in quotes, um, you know, make pancakes. And while I'm making the batter, I knew that I had to like kind of like look in to see if the batter was good or not. And my little sister just takes my head and pushes my head into the electric no. mixer. Yeah. And the blades start going into my hair. And if you know me, I have a lot of hair and I've always had a lot of hair. And so the like the blades are going through my head and it, this was in Cyprus where like the the electricity outputs have like an on and off button. So I immediately, like, in my brain, I just, like, turned it off. And I start screaming for my mom, like, mom, mom, this is happening. And then my mom comes in. And imagine, like, my head in the electric mixer with my little sister crying and I'm screaming. And she sees the blades. And I don't know why my mom thought that they were still going. So she goes back (gasps) in and puts them back off from the electric thing. So then I was like, no, stop it, stop it, stop it. Um, so then, yeah, it oh took it. I was like, they're going to have to cut my hair out. Like I'm going to have like a bald spot at the top of my head. And thankfully, I don't know wh- how, but my mom managed to take the, like, she obviously like detached it from the mixer and I had like the blades in my head and then she took them out and I didn't have to cut my hair, but that was the most traumatic experience. And after that, I was like, I'm not going to become a chef ever, <laughs> ever. I now remembered one story from my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> a traumatic experience if you want one more <laughs> so i think it. i was around five ish or something like that seven like super young and um my mom cooked uh fish with bones <gasps> and um we would we would spend an evening I, I i think we had some guests around so we'd spend an evening like at the kitchen basically eating fish and then well, what I remember is basically we finished kind of our dinner and I um, I was 
the last on the table and my parents went to kind of say goodbye to our guests so they went out of the kitchen and i think what they said before they went out like don't don't eat fish and so you ate i, fish. I, I ate fish <laughs> <laughs> and and the bone oh, stuck no. inside my neck that was my worst fear as a kid <laughs> not really and we had to call ambulance actually oh to take it out so since Alex. then i don't eat fish with bones oh, oh my gosh although i'm not afraid of it but it's something yeah, you know you just it's, it's just it's a trauma. how do they take it out i don't remember yeah. <laughs> i remember the it, it was in the bathroom so they would like i would go over yeah, the, yeah, and, yeah. and they would i i don't remember oh, so gosh it's so oh. bad that's so bad i remember when i first moved here to europe um my friend and I, we were going to a conference in Albania. It was like five days after I moved to the Czech Republic. And coming from America, you either use your fingers while you're eating your food or your fork. And so anytime I had had fish with bones in it, you just pick the bones out with your finger. Exactly. Like it's just what you do. And I remember I was sitting, they had, it was the whole fish and I was sitting at the table and like looking around at everybody using a fork and a knife. First of all, I have no idea how to use a fork and a knife because <laughs> Americans are ridiculous and don't use forks and knives. And you lived in Asia as well. So. Well, yeah, for like three months. Oh, okay. Um, but I was in Australia and they do use fork and knife there, but I never like needed it, needed it or yeah, I just used a fork. So anyways, I was looking at my friend who, who she was Finnish and so I was like, okay, I was like, Henna, you have to like show me how the heck to like eat this fish. So I'm like giving her like the side eye and she's like giving me the side eye back with, you know, really distinct motions with her hands of like, put your fork here and pull your knife, you know, like this. And like, so I'm literally just trying to like learn how to like eat this fish with bones with my fork and knife, like without her explaining it to me because it would be super awkward we're at a table full of people so i just felt like so stupid but now i cannot eat without a fork and a knife like it remembers me of the scene from the pretty woman when she tried to eat mussels have you seen this one no. <laughs> yes i remember that one. i don't know but yeah but it's so it's just funny for me to think back now because like what now if i go to the states i have to ask for a knife like everywhere because i cannot eat without a knife now like it's just people are always like oh my gosh like you're so fancy i'm like no you guys don't realize it's not about being fancy it's about convenience my oh, knife yes. helps my fork and my fork helps my knife they're friends and they do a great <laughs> anyways you don't get your fingers dirty yeah it's great but anyways people are like super annoyed when i ask for a knife yeah. in the states i remember when i was a kid i went to check preschool and they would like you know, slap you if you didn't use a fork and a knife. Like, really? my parents were American, so I just used a fork. And they're like, "We don't do that here, kid." And you, know, you get slapped or whatever. <laughs> Wait, but is that a, an actual thing? Americans don't use their fork and knives. No, they well, just use a fork. Yeah, but uh, we had American friends, and I'd go to their place, and then I'd uh, I'd use a fork and knife, and. Um, they they didn't know how to use a fork and knife actually. So when I was a kid, like eight years old, I was teaching my friends how to use a fork and knife, and the parents came up after, to me afterwards and they're like, "Mitchell, thank you so much <laughs> for, <laughs> educa yeah, for educating." Wait, wait, so, sorry, I'm confused now. So 
in America, you don't use the. We don't well, use I a don't knife. Know. Like, what, do, what do you mean you don't use a knife? Okay, so How do you eat cut a steak. Things? Okay, so okay, if it's a steak or like a piece of meat, you might have a steak knife. But okay, so you know how here usually you have the knife in your dominant hand and the fork in your non-dominant hand, and yeah. you eat it like that. So I in America, actually. actually etiquette says you should cut it with your dominant hand but then eat it with your your non-dominant you, you, oh, need, you need to cut and uh-huh. then change well okay so that's actually it's, what it's so that's what americans do they cut with their dominant hand um and then they switch yes. hands yes. and then eat with their dominant yes. hand that's an etiquette But they only do it like with, I'm totally generalizing now, but usually they only do it like if you cut meat, like with just like a steak knife or something. But like if it's, you know, scrambled eggs, you just use your fork. If it's, you know, anything else that doesn't require like meat being cut, you just kind of cut it with your fork and then eat it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Actually, yeah. I mean, if you're doing it at home, like, and if you don't need, particular I thing I, I would i would eat it with whatever it is there but if it's yeah. if it's in a restaurant you know if it's like a public yeah. facing thing and then in malaysia you just use a spoon and a fork for everything you twirl your noodles in the, in the spoon and funny thing about like utensils is that in korean barbecue we use scissors to cut meat oh my god while cooking and everybody's super surprised especially in america they're like what? There was a convenient way to cut meat before actually putting on your plate? <laughs> oh my goodness! And you can sear all the sides and make mm. it tasty? Oh, And mm. it's always like... A, like, a, like, a, like... Convenience is over everything, you know? we are barbarian we just don't cook meat we just eat it raw you know <laughs> yeah. why bother fight bears in forest yeah you, you eat see, meat you raw s- you see the bear you you kill it you eat it raw uh-huh. uh-huh. the revenant up in here the actually the funny thing that about food that I have a memory is like my favorite snack when i was young in uzbekistan was dried bread <laughs> literally dried yeah it's huge a, it's a thing piece of bread wait um, but how do you do dry bread you just no, you let dry it, it on and purpose. it dries yeah <laughs> you the, just let it and it dries the, the, the other, <laughs> no actually the dried the dried bread in russia is a tradition but you would um cut it and you would put it in the oven it will dry and it will have the, like uh, it will be cut like in cu- cubes kind of like, so like baked would, bread baked and you would and you would <laughs> eat it with the soup so uh-huh. it's croutons, yeah, cr- basically. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. and uh, I, <laughs> I, also like like really hard bread. I really liked really stale, solid, stale bread. Super hard to eat bread. Like literally, you <laughs> bite into it, you're like, 
you you tried to twist it and then only like little come off. Like I'll. <laughs> And, and uh, my teeth, teeth are hurting yeah yeah, yeah. I, I love doing that like i'll sit by the window watch people go by in the traffic <laughs> i just bite into my bread for like hour for like entire hour just eating this piece of bread <laughs> now, now you said that i remembered the oh other my. weird story about my childhood so the other thing i would do in being a child because again like i would eat very particular foods we would be at the wedding and I remember it very distinguishedly. Um, and I remember the embarrassment of my parents on their faces. I would take uh, uh, water with the gas, you know, yep. like um, a bubbly water. Bubbly water. As, uh, like a steel bubbly, like not, not steel water, but like a, yeah. not a yeah. Sprite or, but just, mm-hmm. a, just water. I would take a piece of bread. And that's what I would eat all evening at a wedding. I would put the bread in the water. Soda water and bread. Soda water and bread. No, I would put the bread into, into water. The, into make the it water. soft. Mm. And I would eat it for the Delicious. whole wedding. Wow. My parents' faces were so embarrassed. And I thought it was the best food on the, on the wedding dinner. But you can imagine how how much food oh there is. Oh my God. Yeah, and that's the only thing yes. I would eat. Yes. Yeah. That's how weird oh, it was. Yeah. Food is lit and it was just oh. bread with water. I was um, a pretty big entrepreneur as a kid, always thinking of like ways that I could make money. Like I love that. Always thinking, okay, how could what kind of stand could I make to sell whatever? Like when I was fifteen, my best friend and I we made hats. Like we crocheted hats and we sold so many of them actually. But when I was really little, I had this grand business idea. It was called bread balls. So you took a piece of bread. <laughs> you rolled your you 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 rolled the bread up into tiny little balls so it condensed all the air and they were chewy and it was so good like it was chewy bread and they were just these little circles and i remember i was so proud of them and i told my mom mom i want to sell these bread balls <laughs> and i just remember my mom looking at me going Honey, I'm I'm sure people will want to buy the little pieces of bread that you rolled with your tiny little hands <laughs> that are super gross and like <laughs> from a five year old and she's like I think that maybe it's not the best thing to sell. <laughs> I just remember like being crushed. Like I thought, I literally thought that they would be like such a good thing to sell. Like I was so I convinced. Sell my bread bowl. Yes, I was so convinced that they would be such a good thing and that people would love them. And my mom was just like trying to like explain why people wouldn't love them. That they were made by like a five-year-old's hands and like no <laughs> you can't Mi- sell them mi- meatballs are a thing in ikea <laughs> so why not bread balls right ikea meatballs see maybe i was on to something ikea meatballs <laughs> <laughs> well <clears throat> my grandma she kind of made these bread balls that she'd put into a soup uh-huh and there would be like Ooh. herbs and stuff in it and those really good yeah, like, kind of like a, something like a dumpling it's kind, kind of like a, a thing like kind a of thing mm-hmm. but it, it's essentially a bread ball mm-hmm. right? yeah yeah, that's what uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that sounds good. They were, they were really good. We have yeah. a, we have a soup with meatballs actually. Is it the <laughs> thing in the US? Oh, the weirdest thing. <laughs> I had we had I have a uh, US missionary a friend that was a missionary in Russia from US. And we would have a like we would work 
at church, like we, we, we were working at church construction and in the evening somebody will cook a dinner. So the dinner she cooked was a uh, white soup. What? Oh, yeah, I never seen it before, like, but it's like it was really weird. It's like really white, mm-hmm. like white like a cream white mm-hmm. soup. Like never, a yeah, there's lots of white soups. I've never seen it. Bone before. broth. Oh, no, it's soup. You, it's probably you probably put like a milk base. Kind of. Oh, yeah. It's or like because like a lot of like if you cook like the joints and the bone marrows. No. No, like, it's like it, white. It, it, it's when white, I say like, white, mm. it's like white. Like, oh, okay, okay. I'm thinking of just a few right now. Like uh, white bean chili soup is one. Not the that's, chili one. It wasn't spicy. But. It's not really super spicy. Like white bean chili soup. Well, it depends on how you make it. But it's a white soup. But then there's, um, yeah, I don't know. There's lots of different yeah, soups. It's, it's yeah, it's very interesting. I just never seen in my life white soups. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, I can only think of like rice stews no it's, it's not rice it's not rice no. okay i'm googling it and it There's just says like bones chicken bacon peppercorn lots of cream herbs. soup yeah, i think cream. just like you know you have broccoli cream broccoli cheese cream cream whatever i can't think of how the how you put those in the right order those words um potato cheese soup my mom makes really good potato cheese soup like it is so good but yeah it's also cream based yeah i think that's my potato cream yeah sounds Mm -hmm. like it Mm -hmm. somewhere close if you were talking about soup korea is a land of all about soup yeah so you should discover a lot about it like literally the most popular thing in korea is literally called soup and rice <laughs> yep. you combine that it's kukbap literally soup <laughs> <Cook> and <pop>. rice <laughs> it literally translates to soup and rice that's all we eat all the time maybe let's go through some traditional foods mm-hmm. like because we're different nationalities here mm-hmm. uh, at least mm-hmm. four different nationalities so mm-hmm. what what would what would be your main five <laughs> you both are american right he but, grew up in I czech mean, republic yes, but so let's yeah, count that okay. as another one. Yeah. Five, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what's an American staple? Staple? If you had a, if you had to choose it. And don't say hot dog. No, but uh, <laughs> your favorite, like oh, distinctly favorite. American, but your favorite. Mm-hmm. I've people always ask that. Like I don't know, like what is American because we just have food from all over the world. Yes, of course, we all have food all over the world. But like, what yeah, would you but, say you consider? Being American, brisket, in quotes, burgers that you really oh, enjoyed, cheesesteaks. I really mm. don't know. <laughs> I don't like that question because I think like every food came from a different country yeah, in America. Exactly. That's very true. Like nothing is like American. Yeah. Burger. I don't know. Tex-Mex. Like the I'm best kidding. burgers I've ever had wasn't yeah. from America. So Why is I like don't know. The plastic cheese. I mean, like, and I like I hate American food. <laughs> I just think it's awful. <laughs> Sure, but so I can't say that is American. Like, like okay, where did cinnamon rolls come from? Like, I like cinnamon rolls. Why would your know. mom probably Europe? My mom. Um. Your favorite food that she would cook? Maybe like. Okay, this is probably maybe kind of, but shepherd's pie. Mm. My mom cooks Ooh, really good shepherd's, shepherd's pie. Is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pie stuff is very American, isn't it? Who? Pie, pie, pie really, stuff yeah, like, 
I mean, it's from Sweden. Think pie, but uh, shepherd's pie. Well, like, no, cinnamon rolls. Oh, like cinnamon Amer- rolls. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Europeans don't bake as much as Americans. Definitely. I mean, pies are also Russian no. and, and just like different things. Polish, Ukrainian kind but of like, nature. What so. I've realized is just like American families just bake all the time. I think they just right. bake different things. Yeah. I think a lot of European families bake all the time. Yeah. Just yeah, totally different yeah. things. Not Koreans, but Russians. Like, Koreans will never touch that oven, but... Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. We'll Asians never don't touch bake. that I oven. I feel like, oh, wow. like in a, a lot of Asians' homes, you don't have ovens, yeah? We don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> what nothing do you mean? That, You steam your cakes. Steam cakes? Oh, no, rice cakes. What? Exactly. Rice cakes are amazing. Why would you torture? Okay, so... See... <laughs> So okay, Sean, Sean, <laughs> tell us, tell us, what's what's the traditional Korean food you love um, most? If you traditional Korean food, uh, maybe describe it for people who never I, had there it. There are so many things that are great, but especially something I probably mentioned will be something that I can't get it here. Mm. It's uh, called uh, like it's very thin noodles that are very like stretchy, and with like a cold broth, like a chill cold broth with eggs and a lot of soy sauce in it and like cold food is kind of like really good in korea it's like a lot of people have like a culture shock in that cold food especially it's called naengmyeon it's literally literally called cold noodles (laughs) and it was one of the most like uh, expensive food in the past because like refrigerator didn't exist back then so only kings will have it literally so oh. I would say that is one of the like very very unique food that I would say I hadn't had anywhere else other than Korea and it's uh, it's a refreshing taste during the summer to eat that cold noodle Crazy. I'd never heard like cold noodles mm-hmm. Mitchell uh, I would say from Czech Republic, uh, my grandma's uh, svichkova, carrot based uh, with carrot based sauce. Carrot based. Oh wow! Wow, nice. And meat and uh, dumplings. It, I really like that. So can I get some of Bobby's <laughs> svichkova, please? <laughs> Probably not anymore. But oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> well, no, no it's no, just no. She's, she's uh, too old to cook. Yeah, no. so, uh, oh, okay. I wouldn't say that if I, I didn't I know Bobby. <laughs> I've met I her. She passed away. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no, she she's alive. Thank the Lord. Okay. She's doing good, but okay. yeah, she's probably not gonna be making any anytime soon. Sushi is really good. I really like it. My my friends, my Costa Rican friends, are like, it's I don't we don't like Czech food. I'm like, I love Czech food. Um, but yeah. Go on, Andre. Um, with Costa Rican food. I think because Costa Rica is like in the center of both North and South, we have a lot of mixture of foods. And one of the things, which is actually from Nicaragua, but we say that it's Costa Rican, is um, the breakfast, which is rice and beans with like this Costa Rican English type of sauce. And we always eat it with eggs on the side and then a tortilla and with cheese. And we usually have plantain on the side. Uh, like sweet plantain so that's like a weird mixture too oh my too. gosh i love plantain yes. so much that it sounds like amazing. english breakfast but a little bit different yeah but latino <laughs> practically yeah. yeah um but the beans are not like soggy they're they're all in the rice and oh, then okay. yeah and then 
yeah, we eat it all together with like a side of fruit and fresh orange juice and just amazing. I love it. And every time that I go, I'm like, give me, because we just call it pinto. I'm like, just give me pinto every single day. Like, I absolutely love yeah. it. Um, so yeah, stars, that. Stars. I hope Amy doesn't kill me for uh, sharing this, but so my, th- I'm going to, I'm going to say this is a good American food that Amy and I came up with together. So it's American and Canadian and um, it's called the Rocco burrito. And um, yes, so what it is, it's a breakfast burrito and it has, so you start with your tortilla and then you have um, hash browns <gasps> that you've already cooked and you put them in in the base and then you put some scrambled eggs on top of that and then you put some cheese and the bean dip that I make out of like brown beans you put that in it with um chipotle sauce yeah it's it's so bomb and bacon please make me that someday T- take the beans and chipotle sauce out of there and you might eat that amazing yeah, yeah. All, all ingredients <laughs> it's so good it's honestly so so Amy started it she like came up with like the base thing and then I added the bean sauce and I don't remember what I added but anyways um we kind of like kept just adding stuff to it and um it became our little breakfast morning Mm -hmm. thing but yes it's really good since I'm kind of two nationalities in one um I will I will share a few from Moldova um there are there are a few traditional um things that I think never else in the world I saw. But it's kind of a bit a Romanian thing. So there is um, Plotzinda and Mamaliga. <laughs> Nobody of you will understand, but if Don't any people from Romania can hear. Plotzinda <laughs> is basically something very similar to pizza, but it's a cheesy based. So it, it has a dough and it has mm-hmm. a cheese on top. But usually the cheese would that would be used wouldn't be the... like usual cheese it would be brinza and it's very close to the balkanian cheese if you know mm-hmm. what i'm talking about mm-hmm. so it will be dough uh, specifically prepared but you would put the cheese between the dough so it's not like open top it's oh, like wow. cooking inside mm-hmm. and what it does it melts inside so it's creating this cheesy flavor but it's a different cheesy flavor than the pizza one mm-hmm. but it's amazing Wait, what's uh, it called uh, so uh platzinda Placinta in in Romanian, and uh, the other thing is um, mamaliga. It's a very traditional uh, Romanian thing or Moldav- Moldavian thing. It's um, corn, uh, like a crushed corn. Mm-hmm. It's cooked separately, and then you cook meat separately. You cook it in. Uh, you like you don't boil it, but you. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but basically, it's a separation. So there will be like a corn that is boiled, and there will be like meat that is uh, cooked for like very long time. So it's very soft, mm-hmm. and it has the um, sauce that it cooks. Yeah, it's it's also with onion, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you mix two things. So mm-hmm. it's like two simple, very great foods, but mm-hmm. mixed together. And then you take brinza, which is this cheese, which is very salty. Mm-hmm. And like these three ingredients, it's amazing. I never that, ate that it anywhere really else good. and I love it. That um, is really crazy. And one other thing that is traditional Russian is borscht. 
I don't know oh, if you've yes. heard of it. Yeah. I love but it. It's or you, some it. people would call it Ukrainian, but it's also um, that you wouldn't meet anywhere kind of outside of Russia. It's very traditional. Mm-hmm. People usually, um, I don't know, maybe Czech Republic a bit. I don't know. You can find it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I would say, like, yeah maybe but it's not the same like it's different way of <laughs> cooking it. it's kind of like when you go to yep. budapest goulash is very different than yeah. the goulash yeah. here like it's but uh, that's another food kind of that and and it's also cooked everywhere differently like even two cooks in russia would cook it different like my mom mm-hmm. would cook it mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. than uh, some other you know mother mother i love it oily yeah exactly (laughs) so oily like (laughs) half of it needs to be oil it needs to be dredged i mean bosh like it's yeah i grew up with it too like so that's why i have a strong Mm. opinion about it yeah i love it oily (laughs) yes that that will be foods that i Uh i would say there are many more but just wow we love food. We hope that um, <laughs> we didn't make you too hungry listening <laughs> to uh, our food <laughs> discussions. <laughs> now I think we should all, the next, I think we should take turns cooking, you know, for this group. We really should. You know, while we have our podcast, we can try different foods. <laughs> Just saying. I think it would be a good thing. Well, anyways. We hope you guys tune in to another episode of Found in Prague. Hope you find some good food in your area. Or if you're in Prague, find some of the places that we mentioned on this podcast. Recommendations for food um, to our Instagram so we can find new places. Yes. See you guys next time. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Found in Prague. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Follow us on social media at Youth Praha. Join us next time.